The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in beautiful Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk about everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you'd normally talk around a pit. As always, but slightly different, I am joined by Messy Mike on What's location. On? Hi, buddy. How are you? Good. How are you? Not bad. Yeah, I'm doing a little uh, cooking. Yeah, so this, this is a little interesting. Yeah, a boy. Yep. Little, little, little. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, a little last minute event tonight. Yeah, came about yeah. last second. Yeah, a little, little quick cook for some friends. So, some people I know. So, um, I mean, let me see if I can turn this thing around. Uh, hey, look at that. So, hey, we got bushes. Oh, there it is. So that's that's the. Uh, Metal Creek TS-250. And then uh, this is when I talk about the rotisserie charcoal grill. Um, you know, so boom, put the charcoal down there. Put the chicken in between or whatever you're cooking in between. And that's that. Then you got the chamber smoker. And uh, I got a quite a few things on it right now. Ooh, what do we have? Uh, oh. So I got some uh, St. Louis ribs, a few racks. I got some uh, chicken going, chicken, and then I just threw in the mac and cheese. Nice. And then, uh, so that's the, the Meadow Creek. The firebox is over here. Right down here, that's a warmer, but uh, I kind of don't use it because I was doing chicken one day, and it and because it's directly right over the firebox, I had a fireball in my face, so Ooh. scared the daylights out of me. Yeah, we won't do that. I think we only actually used it once when we were at yeah, the uh, when we were at the Smutty Nose comp rib competition. We kept yep. the uh, the jalapeno. Uh, what 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 was it? Sausage, jalapeno, wrapped in bacon. The things, the things that Chris brought. Yeah, yeah, they were. Uh, I think it was a uh, kielbasa. Was it kielbasa wrapped jalapeno and barbecue sauce? I think it was just plain sweet Italian sausages. Okay. With a fresh jalapeno, fresh sliced jalapeno with uh, wrapped in bacon, and we just threw them in there when we, you know, added that sauce, caramelized them up, almost like. Uh, Jalapeno burnt ends, if you will. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Hold on. So, my mind's going a little bit here. So, let me turn you around for this. Uh, so, this is. The oh, wait a minute. You ain't turning oh. me around, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I turn I you around. <laughs> so, can you see that? I see your shoulder in your trees. Oh, hold on. <laughs> All right, so that's the old hickory. That's the CTO. Uh, so you got your firebox down there, propane assisted. 
Toya Wood goes too, and then uh, I just threw some uh, wings on here. Just threw those on. Three racks of them. So what? Oh, yeah, and my old hickory makes noise, so this screwdriver comes in handy if anybody has an old hickory. And when they shut the door, the uh, the fan vibrates. Perfect screwdriver. There you go. So don't use your thermopen because you'll blow the circuit. Really? Are you gone? What'd you do? I don't know. He probably hung up on you, Johnny. How dare he? How dare he? Come on there, Mikey. I'm here. I just can't see you anymore. Oh, okay. At least you could have said something so he didn't. <laughs> oh, there you are. You're back. You're back. Sorry. Hey, Mike, who's your cameraman? I got my doubts I, about him. I put you on driving mode. I'm not used to uh, <laughs> I'm not used to this. Driving? <laughs> driving mode? Yeah, my, my finger hit the button. It swiped left or right and... Swiping left, happens. swiping right. This ain't one of them dating sites there, pal. <laughs> Feels like it right now. I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah. So, what is actually on the menu for this uh, event today? So, um, it's smoked bacon, mac and cheese, uh, St. Louis ribs, um, chicken wings, pulled pork, which uh, I got pulled pork in the warmer right now. Um, and pulled chicken and cornbread. Nice. So, quite a few things. So we got, uh, we got 40 pounds of pulled pork. Uh, we have 40 pounds of chicken wings. We have, uh, I'd say probably 25 pounds of, um, pulled chicken and then 15 racks of ribs. Sounds like a party to me there, Ed. What do you think? I think I'm waiting for the invite. John. Yeah, I know. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, uh, a lot of food, so should be a good time. So, um, and I got uh, uh, so I got on the ribs. I have my rub, um, the messy Mike's rub. On the pulled porks, I did um, pay dirt. Yeah, uh, that's juniors. That's juniors. On the chicken wings, I used a mix of pay dirt and mine. Um, and then on the pulled chicken, uh, I used a mix of pay dirt and mine. So, so I, mixed, I mixed them with the chicken because mine has a little more brown sugar in it. Um, so it, it caramelizes on the chicken better. And uh, just it provides a nice flavor for chicken. Nice. So, Mike, take us through the process here. How long ago did you start this? And how much more do we got to go till eating time? Uh, so I had the pulled porks, I had the pork butts in overnight. Those came off at seven. Um, so, um, warming those up, um, just keep actually keeping them at temp and then I'm going to throw them back on the smoker, um, right before we leave. And then the chicken wings, uh, the ribs went on about eight fifteen. Those will come off about twelve fifteen. Um, the chicken thighs, which I use for my pulled chicken cause they're boneless. So you don't have to worry about bones. Um, and they're also skinless because the skin usually, you know, unless you're doing them at a high temp, 275, and that's what I'm trying to do now, but I have the ribs on with them. So I'm probably going somewhere around 250, 260. Um, and then uh, those are 
um, take about two hours, two and a half hours. Chicken wings should be done. I put those on at 10, so those will be done about 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And, and those are, I smoke those, those will be at 275. So when, when you get to the event, you're going somewhere, right? What, what do you need to do once you get there? Uh, set up um, tables. So set up tables, set up the tablecloths. Um, and then uh, the food's always the last thing to come out. So uh, we'll set up, you know, tables, tablecloths, get everything that we want, the swag, the, you know, whatever decorations we want. Um, set up the chafing dishes and chafing dishes. Then you need water. Um, so we'll fill the, the pans with water. Um, let those heat up. It takes about a half an hour for the chafing dishes to heat up with two sternos. Um, then finish kind of just getting the table ready. And uh, then the last piece of it is the food. So and they started. here's the real question. Okay, I'm a guest there. And yep. I see Messy Mike has arrived. How long do I got to wait before I eat? We'll get on site around. Uh, we'll get on site around two fifteen. They'll be ready to eat by three. That's not too bad. Not bad at all. Uh, no, and this is um like I'm you know I'm not cooking on site for this. Um, you know it's just they just wanted me to cook it off site, bring it, and they just want us to serve it. Um, but if we were at an on site event, I mean, with all this stuff, we'd probably and if they were eating around the same time. Um, probably be there around six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning wow yeah. then we'd clean up uh they eat at three uh three four thirty we'd probably be out of there by five thirty and what's your preference mike if i leave it up to you would you rather cook at your side or their side um <clears throat> it all depends i mean it, it depends on the party sometimes it's easier to cook on site depending on what they're having um you know, if there's a lot of meats and there's a lot of uh, kind of logistics going on, um, then sometimes it's easier to cook on site. But uh, cooking on site means now you have to have at least three to four people helping you. Um, when it's off site, it's it's a little more manageable. So you know, you get everything done. I usually try and get stuff done within. Um, like an hour, two hours before the event, and then I throw them in the warmers. Um, the warmers keep the the, cool, uh, the food hot or cold um, for, they say four hours, but I'd say up to like five. Um, and then we have a you know electric warmer if we need it. Um, but yeah, and then we serve usually services for like an hour, hour and a half. Um, and then you know usually the you'll when you once you see the desserts start to arrive on the tables, then that's when you can start cleaning up. There you go. Because like when we did last year, when we did the um, oh, who was it? The golf tournament. Yes. You know, we did that on site, and that's a good time. Oh you yeah. Know. Well, you did that because I was in the hospital. Yes. <laughs> you know, but you know, that's what I do. Yep. But uh, but you know, we were there early in the morning cooking everything, and you know that one's a good time because. Especially you, you know a lot of the guys there. I, fun, yeah. oddly enough, I wound up knowing a few of the guys there, which right. was kind of funny. But you know, at that point, we're on site, and you know, we are you know chewing the fat with everybody coming back and forth, you know, in between the holes, passing through. Hey, what's going on? Da, 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 you know, so the on site on that one is good, but um. And it's like a roller coaster. You, you know, 
you're on site, you, you, you get on site, you, you unpack everything, you're just trying to rush to get stuff on the smoker. Now you got stuff first. So now it's like, okay, you know, you go set up your table um, that you're going to serve at, whatever. And then once everything's kind of taken care of now, it's just kind of, you know, you're chilling up until either you have to wrap, you know, sausage. So the whole day is kind of like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. And you saw that firsthand at the golf tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now you, well, you know what that means. The I Magic can't music. wait for some beef jerky. That's right. And uh, uh, we're going to take a quick break right now, guys. We'll be back in about a minute. Attention, barbecue fans. If you're hankering for some meat when you're on the go, I'd like you to try Two Guys Beef Jerky. It's smokehouse cilantro beef jerky with fresh cilantro and a classic blend of spices and flavors. This smokehouse cilantro jerky will quickly become one of your favorites. One bite of this amazing jerky and you'll be hooked. A three ounce bag sells for $8 and will sell you three bags for just $19.98. That's a 20% savings, but that's not all. For our Pit Life Barbecue listeners out there, we've got a special just for you. We'll throw in a bag of our bacon jerky free. This is fiery, sriracha-style bacon jerky, and it's addictive, and it's absolutely free. Three bags of beef jerky and a bag of bacon jerky for just $19.98. That's a $12 savings right there, and that's still not all. Order now and put BBQ as your coupon code, and we'll even pick up the shipping. Go to twoguys.com slash jerky. That's the number twoguys.com slash jerky. Put three beef jerkies in your cart and put the coupon code BBQ and we'll automatically include a free bacon jerky and cover the shipping costs. Twoguys.com slash jerky. That's the number twoguys.com slash jerky. Three bags of the best beef jerky you ever tasted. It's one bag of the addictive bacon jerky and free shipping on the whole order. Order today because this offer expires soon. Twoguys.com slash jerky. And we are back. What are you doing? I'm not peeing. In, in <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, come on, have a little class. I'm loading up the grease. Oh, uh, okay. Just making sure. Yep. You know, we do try hard to keep this family friendly, even though we do tend <laughs> to go off the rails from time to time. Yes. Um, so as far, as far as the on-site versus not on-site, yep. you'd always do the pig roast on-site, right? Correct. I haven't, uh, <laughs> I've, uh, or at least it's never come up that someone wants the pig roast, but just drop it off. Yeah. Usually, um, they want the pig roast on-site because, and just like anything, too, people don't know how food gets from one place to another. Still fresh, still hot, still cold. Um, they don't realize that Cambros, you know, even coolers, um, if you have a, you know, good cooler, um, it does a lot, you know. So that's what people don't understand. So that's why people really want the on-site service. Um, with pig roast, I mean, I, I, I know some people that will do a pig roast off-site and then um, – cover it in foil, put it on the truck and deliver it. I don't really, to me, that just seems like a big mess. Um, you know, now shit's all in your truck, stuff like that, um, in the back of the truck or in your van, whatever. Um, 
I just, yeah, I like to do it on site just because when you're doing it on site too, people always want to open the pit, look at it, see what it looks like cooking. Um, so you're getting a, a lot of interactive, uh, you know, just a lot of interaction um, with the guests. Yeah. And then, have... you know, once it's done, then we, you know, we take it off, we present it with the garnishes, the greens, the, you know, depending on what season it is, strawberries, oranges, pineapples, whatever. Um, and then, you know, people like that. Nice. We should think about a, uh, you know, a winter pig roast around Christmas time. You know, cover them greens, holly, wreaths. Nice. Stuff like that. Very I've never, I've never seen that done before. Candy canes. Ooh. Throw some cranberries in there for color. Oh, actually, I think we're on to something here. All right. So, call the, uh, place the order. When is the two guys smoke shop pig roast coming in? <laughs> yeah. in Winter. I'll, I'll talk to the boss man, see what he was. Uh, although he doesn't eat pork. He don't eat pork. We'll have to do something on the side <laughs> with him. I'll, I could do a lamb. I don't know. How does he feel about lamb? I don't know. We'll we'll talk to him. We'll talk. He's around here somewhere. And I would just need a parking space for, uh, for the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Man, now, now you're asking now, for a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I want one of those parking spaces that say, what, 25 minutes or less? Yeah. Yeah, well, I need one of those. It's Christmas time. I think he's yeah. more interested in having a customer take those spaces. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he I know. might be even more interested in taking, having that customer take your space for the smoker, <laughs> too. <laughs> that, that, around Christmas time, that space is worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we can do our first uh, delivery pick roast that day. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. Yeah, the the on site stuff. The on site stuff I enjoy, because um, like like you said, you you you're conversing with the you know whoever's there, and you always get the you're always gonna get the expert in the group mm -hmm. telling you you're doing it wrong. But oh yeah, yeah. But for the mo for the most part, it it it's fun conversing with everybody, and you know, well, why is this? Why is that? How you know? How do you do this? How do you do that? So you wind up actually doing a little bit of a, uh, you know, off the cuff cooking class, so to speak. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I and I love those guys that you know. Oh, I got the electric smoker. You know, everybody says my stuff's awesome. You know, I got this homemade rub that I've had for years. You know, you, you got one of those guys in every party, and it's 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 entertaining. You know, because anybody can smoke. I mean, almost anybody can do barbecue. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it takes a couple of times, you know, get it right, um, know your pit, and you're good to go. But when it's time to cook barbecue at a scale of, you know, even 100 people, it's you know, stuff changes. Ratios change. You know, um, if you're doing, you know, mac and cheese and you're doing a mac and cheese for 10 people and you're trying to do it for 100 people, your your recipe ratios have to change. So you got to kind of pinpoint, you know, your recipes and, and um, for every, you know, um, recipe jump or for, for every bump you're, you're doing, you got you to change stuff. So it's, it's challenging. And, you know, I, I'd love talking to those people too um, just because, you know, I, I I always like listening to them, and, and sometimes they give me some, you know, some stuff that I didn't know. That's what I was about to say, you know, did we, while the conversations are going, you know, you can actually be learning some stuff, too, of a, you know, a technique a guy uses or, you know, you know, just, just talking to some of the um, 
the people and watching the different videos and some of the groups, that's how I find out found out about the, you know, almost, uh, I don't know, bait. I guess you'd call it basting, you know, mm-hmm. the, the chicken breast, chicken thighs with, uh, with the root beer. Hmm. Yep. You know, you get that little the root beer flavor in there, that sugar, you know, gives nice little glaze to it. You know, I would never have thought about that, you know. No, no, no. But like, like, and most of the guys you talk to and like, and I mean, a lot of people do this too. And also, um, I mean, some professionals do it too, but um, crockpot smoking. Hmm. So it's when you smoke stuff, but you keep it in the pan. Yeah. You know, so you're retaining the juices, um, and you know a, a lot of people do it. Um, but again, you know, what's smoking? Well, right now my cigar is smoking. Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, what if? And, I mean, and sometimes the juices are, are. I mean, a lot of people, and I don't have that ability yet, or you know, capability. Um, but a lot of people save the juices. So, like, you, if you walk into some some walk-ins, people have juices from months ago. You know that they just use in other in other stuff. What would they use? Um, some people will use like a brisket, um, like all the drippings from brisket. They'll put it in mashed potatoes. Okay. Uh, um, some people use it for you know um, if they're doing like a like a root like. Um, like a French dip or whatever, they'll use it as like an ajou as the base, um, stuff like that. Nice. Now, Mike, what if an amateur comes up to you and says, "You know, I got my electric smoker and my ribs are better than yours because they're falling off the bone." Yep. What, what What do you say to that? Do you try to explain it or just leave it? Um. No, I mean, I've I've come to the realization that. You know, barbecue is different, um, and apparently, you know, Memphis barbecue or, um, you know, that type of barbecue, even even I think, um, I don't know, one of the Carolinas, it's, a, you know, it's meant to be falling off the bone. Yeah. So, you know, to me, fall off the bone is, I mean, I was, I wasn't brought up, but I was um, uh, guided on the competition barbecue so with competition barbecue is you know you should see that bite yeah. um are fall off the bone ribs not good no i mean I, yeah they're I've freaking never, fantastic i've never refused to eat them that's right <laughs> exactly and oh I, yeah i think to be fair a lot of the people who are consuming the product that's what they're looking for right correct so it's hard yep. to tell them no oh, you're not right you should eat it this way that you don't like as much <laughs> mm-hmm. Eat it however the way, you know, whatever way you like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, I'd love to, um, you know, get a slab of ribs and just pull out the bones. Now you can just eat it with a fork and not get your hands messy. Like Chinese boneless spear ribs? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> For those, I, I'd just as soon skip the bone. It's easier. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. 100%. Go to go to market basket, get a nice jar of aso sauce. Ooh, aso, aso. Steak tips marinated in an aso sauce are phenomenal. Oh, huh. Marinate steak tips in aso sauce, then grill them. Unbelievable. I think really? you're giving Johnny ideas. Yep. With the sugar hungry, content, yeah. you're going to get the nice char on the outside. Yeah, but definitely. then you're going to get um, you're going to get the rib flavor, but it's not going to taste like a rib. They just um, you ever have Lakash's Bakery steak tips? 
Yes, I have. They're phenomenal. All right. Well, I believe also is one of the ingredients in their um, marinade. Huh. Is that what they're up to? (laughs) (laughs) I knew they tasted a little different, and I kind of liked it. Yeah. Well, you can just, as far as the steak tips go, you go to the old, uh, what is it, the, the, the Newbridge Cafe? Oh, yeah. Italian dressing, ketchup, and Coca-Cola. That's the one. That's the old yep. standby. Yep. You know, nothing like oh, hitting yeah. the Newbridge, order a steak tips and a small antipasto salad that comes out on a full tray. <laughs> I'm afraid to order the lodge. <laughs> and yes, those words came out of my mouth. I was afraid. I'm afraid to order a lodge. A, a order a large portion. Johnny was responding to the look I gave him after he said that. <laughs> oh. so so this is the this is an average day in day in the life of messy Mike. Yeah, on event day. Yeah, not an average Tuesday, but it, it's an average, uh, like, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, because we have always talked about it, and, you know, it kind of worked out. You know, you're always talking about, you know, the equipment you have and everything and how the process of everything. So, the, you know, the, this last-minute one coming up, it, it was the perfect segue into this that we could finally show, you know, show the Meadow Creek, show the old hickory you know, how your mind is going, as dangerous as it was, to climb into your mind for the day. And I think there was some demand from listeners. They didn't believe Messy Mike was legit, you know, so we had to show them. Well, he really owns this equipment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like a ghost. It. No one sees pictures of my stuff. Everybody can see my food. <laughs> All right. And, and we're actually... And Johnny's actually full of shit. He actually told me just to throw some stuff on the smoker so he could be in the studio again alone. I ain't going to lie to you. It is quite roomy up here. <laughs> By myself, <laughs> I can stretch out. I can do whatever. You know. But it ain't the same without you here, pal. I'll give you that. All right, kid. Get back to doing your thing. Let me know how it all makes out. What? He froze. He froze? Who froze? You froze? All right, there you are. There, there we are. are. All right, go do your thing. You froze. Let me know how you all make yeah. out. All right. All right, kid. I'll see you later. I definitely will. Bye, buddy. Good show. <laughs> right, Thanks. Bye. That's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. You can catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. You can catch the audio on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and other podcast catches. On social media, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at PitLifeBBQ. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your questions and comments to PitLifeBBQPodcast at gmail.com. And as always, please... Um, subscribe, like, rate, and review. We appreciate it. Uh, once again, as always, thank you all for the support. And uh, just loving you guys. You guys are awesome. And uh, so for that, till next week, keep the smoke rolling.
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.